you know, talking about a journey with Christ, uh, when it comes to knowing him and when it comes to pursuing him, one of the things that, that ought to be evident uh, is that we are consistently moving away from our old life when it comes to our unbelief in God, when it comes to our doubts, when it comes to our fears and the hopelessness that, we, that is there to a life in Jesus which is filled with faith which is filled with a new hope and a, a new strength and we, which enables us to see life through the lens of God. But I also want, you, want us to know this, right? A new life in Jesus, our new lives in Jesus is not like a passive one, but it's, it's an aggressively active one. A new life in Christ is an, is an active life and, and it requires that we take active steps of commitments to follow Christ. And, and we'll get talking about that. We'll, we'll really get talking about that. But before we go ahead, I want to ask you a very important and, and, and a spiritual question during this lockdown period. Do you miss going out for shopping? I'm serious. I'm serious. This is, this is important. Do you, do you miss those times where you could just get out, go into your favorite store, you know, pick up the things that you, that you love shopping? And do you miss those moments? You know, because uh, I, don't know, I don't know what kind of a person you are, which category you fall into, uh, what kind of a shopper you are, whether you're type A or, you know, that just goes in and, and does their thing and comes out, or you're like the type B who like, you know, just wants to take their own time, you know, Look around the hundreds and ten thousands of things that are there in that one particular store and pick up nothing and just walk out. I don't know whether you fall in any of those categories, but I, I hope this one thing that is, that, is, that is so much evident during these times of lockdown is that we need a wardrobe upgrade. Does anybody agree to that? We need a wardrobe upgrade. And, and I want to tell you, while, before, we, before we dive into a, a bit of the talk, I was just reading this article and, uh, about, about the, the trends, the shopping stats and the trends, especially during the pandemic. And there was a survey that was conducted uh, in, in May of this year, May 2020, with about 100,000 people from about 15 countries. And India was one of those countries. And they asked these people a few questions. And the, and the survey was uh, to find out about the post-pandemic purchase behavior of the audience. And these were some of the findings. Most, most of this were, was during the lockdown. And it said that 49% of the people purchased more online during the lockdown phase. 85% of the people, they say that they want to continue online even after the lockdown is over. And, and uh, millennials were, were one of the most... Uh, most heavily populated in this particular segment. 15% uh, say that they want to go back to that offline uh, purchase experience because they're more comfortable when it comes to, you know, seeing the touch, like the holding the product in their hand before they even go ahead and buy it. And another finding was clothing. Clothing was in the top four categories of all the e-commerce, all the online e-commerce sites. And, and I don't know if this, this thought has occurred to you during this lockdown, but does anybody really need a wardrobe upgrade? Come on, show of hands, guys. Show of hands in chat right now. Show of hands in chat. Just if that's you, come on, say that. I need a wardrobe upgrade. And, and I don't know what, your, what are your reasons for a wardrobe upgrade, but, but 
tonight, even as we are looking into this talk, Paul is talking about a wardrobe upgrade that happens when we fully start following Jesus Christ. Since the last few weeks, right, we, we are learning and diving deeper in knowing about the person of Christ, something that I said before. And, and we, we have been speaking about the supremacy of God and, uh, in, the last, in the first two weeks. And last week, we, we kind of expounded on our response when it comes to the supremacy of Christ, right? And I want to touch, a bit, touch upon a bit more on that. And as we close out on this series today, I want us to know that these conversations about this, this talk series, Supreme, would be over. But the work that Jesus is doing in some of our lives has just begun and will continue even after this. It will continue even after this. See, the Most High God... And, and, and creator of everything is doing a deeper work of transformation in our lives. The Most High God is doing something really deep in, in terms of making sure that our lives are transforming, making sure that our lives are getting renewed and changed for the better. And uh, even as we have been looking at um, the supremacy of Christ through the book of Corinthians, I love this book. I love this part of the book because... Though it begins, the, the, the book of Colossians begins with these amazing, incredible truths about the person of Jesus Christ. And, and then it kind of continues to help us understand all about who Jesus is and everything that he has done for humanity, right? But, but the most amazing part is our response to all that Jesus has done. Can you say that? My response your response matters to the message of the gospel. See, the beauty and the fullness of the gospel message comes alive through your responses. It comes alive when you, when you start living out the biblical truths in your everyday life. Living out the gospel message reflects the image of Christ through our lives. I want you to hear this zealous, living out the gospel message reflects the image of Christ through our lives. And, and Paul kind of states some of the real practical and tangible ways how we can respond to the supremacy of Christ and embody the gospel message. But, but in order for you and me to do that, we need a wardrobe, a wardrobe upgrade. Can you say that with me? I need a wardrobe upgrade. And my title for tonight, if you have not guessed it already, is a wardrobe upgrade. Let's dive into our text and read Colossians chapter 3, verses 9 to 14. And, and we're going to be reading this from the message version. Hey, if you have tuned into the church online platform right now, you've got the Bible app over there. I, I recommend that you use it or if you've got your hard copies of your Bible, use it because this text that we're about to read is, is really going to blow your mind away. So we're going to be talking about it from the message version. So if you're there, let's read it together. Colossians 3, 9 to 14. Don't lie to one another. You're done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes you, you have stripped off and put in the fire. Now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. Every item of your new way of life is custom made by the creator with his label on it. All old fashions are now obsolete. Words like Jewish, non-Jewish, religious, irreligious, 
insider, outsider, uncivilized and uncouth, slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Let's pray. Father, I pray for every single person who's tuned in, um, watching this or listening to this now or even later. I pray, God, that this word would, would refresh their hearts, would renew their minds and would transform their lives, God, because your word is life and your word has the power to do that. Even as we go uh, deep into this conversation, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you would lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See, God desires for us to build our lives and mature in our walk with Jesus. That's his desire for every single person. Whether, whether you have just committed your life to Jesus or you have known Christ for, for X amount of years, that the point is our walk with Christ, our walk with Christ should lead us towards maturity. And, and a quick overview of that would look somewhat like this. It's about know the person of Christ, pursue the person of Christ, and mature in the person of Christ. See, knowing and pursuing Christ and His ways leads us to maturity. It leads us to maturity. And, and, and I wonder, most of our lives sometimes get stuck in this pursuit or we end up going in circles because we struggle to put away or to put off our old life. Have you been there, guys? We, we struggle. I don't know about you, but I struggled in my initial days to, to put off my old life, to put off or, or let go some of the things that I was really holding close to. And, and we find it hard to live according to the, to the new mandate that the resurrection and salvation experience provide. See, it is a consistent, convicted commitment with Jesus that helps us move away from the old and into the new life. I know I, know I used a lot of words over there, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat that because this is really important and I want us to hear this. A consistent, convicted commitment. That's what helps us to move away from our old into the new life. And, and Paul understands, Paul helps us understand this, this from, from this three asks that he does in this entire chapter. If you read Colossians 3, there are three practical, tangible asks that he's, he, that he's mentioning and he's putting forward to the community of Christ followers. Now, if you have given your life to Jesus, if you know that he's the Lord and Savior of your life, basically Paul is trying to tell you, you have no other option but to live by these three asks. If, if, you, if you are still contemplating about that decision, well, I, I hope you're able to get there soon. But if you have made the decision to follow Christ, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, and if you believe that He is the way, the truth, and the life, Paul is talking to all of us today. 
And this is what he's saying. If you, if you read Colossians 3 and, and verse 4 to 8 onwards, also from the message version, he starts off by saying them, uh, telling them, when Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you will show up too. The real you, the glorious you. Meanwhile, be content with obscurity like Christ. And that means killing off everything connected with that way of death. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it, and, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by, by things and feelings instead by God. It's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. But you know better now. Can you say that with me? But you know better now. But you know better now. So make sure it's all gone for good. Bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity and dirty talk. Paul is making three asks that I want us to focus on. He's helping, basically, he, he sums up this chapter by, by, by three important things, like I said, he's saying, the category would, 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 is this, put to death, put off, and put on. I know, I know that it's, like, it's not these, these phrases or words that you use in an everyday conversation, but pay attention to what Paul is trying to help us learn and understand. Put to death, put off, and put on. Put to death, put off, and put on. Let's, let's look at the first one. What is he asking us to put to death? If you read verse 5, he is saying, and that means killing off everything connected with that way of death. Sexual promiscuity, impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it, and grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. As Christ followers... Our lives are shaped by faith. As Christ followers, our lives are shaped by the truth of the scriptures. Our lives are not meant to be shaped always by our feelings and our emotions. And Paul is, is asking us to pull like a kill switch on all of those things. All of those things that he's mentioned in that verse. He's, he's telling us, hey, if you believe in Jesus, you have to do this. The second thing he's asking us to do is put off. And, and this, this is what he says in verse 8. Earlier you didn't know anything better, but now that you know about Jesus and the life that he offers, he's asking and he's telling them, but you know better now, so make sure it's all gone for good. Bad temper, irritability, meanness, profanity, and dirty talk. And I, what I love about this is how the message highlights this phrase that it's all gone for good. It doesn't say it's all gone when you're in church. It doesn't say it's all gone when you sit for prayers. It doesn't say that it's all gone when, when you're just in those particular settings where, where you don't, you, you're very careful about the way you speak and, and how you say things. Well, he is saying it's gone for good. Put, up, put it off. Put it off is what he's asking us to do. And, and the last thing he says, but even as you're doing that, even as you're killing something in your life, even as you're letting go of certain things in your life, he doesn't leave us there, but he's saying, put on something. He's asking us 
He's asking the community of Christ followers to live their lives according to certain principles and according to certain values. These are, these are the kind of principles that really resonate with our belief in Jesus. And verse 12 and 13 highlight that. Let's read that. It says, compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength and discipline. Be even tempered, content with second place, quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. See, these are the very set of principles and values that Jesus himself modeled out and he lived by these values. And, and, and if you see all these three asks, right? What's that? Put to death, put off and put on. All these three asks that Paul is, is laying before this community is to help every single one of us to know that the, there are some tangible steps tangible, practical steps that we can take as believers when it comes to the message of the gospel, when it comes to responding to the supremacy of Christ. It's our response to these three asks that really indicate our maturity in Christ. And our spiritual growth should, should lead us to be mature Christ followers. Our spiritual growth should lead us to be mature Christ followers. But, but let me... Let me Pause over there and you need to hear this well. Not all growth leads towards maturity. Yeah, I said that. If you, if you miss that out, I want, you, I want to say it again. Not all growth leads towards maturity. I was reading this interesting article uh, that was put up by one of these soccer clubs and, and I found, uh, you know, these two words, growth and maturity, and, and they kind of come across as very similar words, but, but this particular article put out such a beautiful difference between these two simple words and I, I hope I can, you know, I wanted to use this so that I can drive this point so well. You know, growth, they said, growth is a physical and quantifiable process in development. Now we all know this, we all know this. Uh, an example could be like a change in your height and, and you can physically, you get physically taller and it's something that is measurable, right? I mean like, you're like, Nana, tell us something that we don't know, right? You, we all know this about growth. Uh, maturity is, is the physical, intellectual, emotional and scriptural, uh, spiritual process of development. Physical, intellectual, emotional and spiritual process of development and it's a development of of the individual and behavioral characteristics through growth now if you thought that's that's like a bit too much let me simplify and, and kind of help you get this the difference between growth and maturity see a bond of friendship all the relationships that we have and a bond of friendship if you look at that it can grow in the number of years that you know that friend of yours but you can still miss out on the depth of affection and authenticity in that relationship. A marriage can grow in the number of years that the couple is together, but still not have the maturity of understanding the expectations and the needs of each other. And, and if that wasn't enough, a community like Zealous can grow and expand in numbers, but still miss out the true purpose of what that growth should be leading towards. So you see, growing without maturity is like a body growing up without a brain. Can you imagine that? 
a body growing up without a brain because as Christ followers, we are to aim for maturity through our growth. As Christ followers, that's the aim that, that, is, that is set before us. And, and that's what Paul is trying to help this community understand that knowing about the supremacy of Christ, experiencing it, responding to the supremacy of Christ should eventually lead us to be mature Christ followers. But then I don't know if you have been wondering that, Ninant, it's so easy for you to say all these, just quote these scriptures that are written out there because it can sometimes come across a bit too much of an uphill ask or a task when it comes to so many changes that you have to do in your life when it comes to following Christ, right? Well, maybe not. There's something out here that I want to, to drop over here. That's something that God really challenged me and reminded me of. There's something over here in these few verses or rather just this one verse that, that will really trust you in your journey of growing and maturing in Christ if you have to live, if you have to really Live by this, by, this word, by this word or if you have to really add this to your wardrobe. Can you guys say that with me? I need a wardrobe upgrade today. I don't know about you, but I'm talking, I'm telling this to myself that today, Ninad needs a wardrobe upgrade. And I'm not just talking about clothes. I'm talking about my spiritual life. I'm talking about my relationship with Jesus. I'm talking about the values that Paul is asking us to put on. I need a wardrobe upgrade. We need a wardrobe upgrade. This wardrobe upgrade is a bond of perfection. It is something that must flow in our lives. It is seen and it is experienced in each of these values that we are supposed to live by. And that, that wardrobe upgrade is love. I want us to, to read verse 14, but just for this particular verse, let's read it from the Passion Translation. And when I read that, I was like, my goodness, this is, this is so good. Colossians 3, verse 14 from the Passion Translation. Here's what it says. For love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. It's love. That becomes a mark of true maturity. See the word love mentioned here is the agape love of God or the unconditional love of God. It's, it's a love that has the power to transform and to redeem us. It's, it's a love that did not think twice before climbing that hill called Calvary and, and dying on that cross for all humanity. It's a love that desires that our lives be marked by the same kind of love which will eventually lead us not just to be rooted but, but fully mature and fruitful. And that love has a name called Jesus. The unconditional love of God leads us into maturity. I want to hear this. I want you to hear this zealous because there's no point if you have journeyed with us over the last two or three weeks about this supreme, uh, this supreme series. But if you miss out on this, it's the unconditional love of Christ that is eventually going to lead you, that is going to guide you and that is going to help you mature your life and your relationship in Jesus. Because you see... That's the ultimate goal of us being, that's the ultimate goal for us being rooted and planted in the supremacy and in the person of Jesus Christ. Where love, put on love. 
We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.